Blog Talk Radio. great song. Welcome to a special edition of the Indie Cafe on the Red Velvet Media Network, and we are live today with Mark Geary and Spencer Drake from New York, and Mark is in Dublin, um, or somewhere in Ireland. We'll bring him into the studio in a few moments. If you'd like to call into the show, um, the number is 347-677-1036, and I do have a chat room open. And um, I wanted to let everyone know that they can do that. They can go into the chat room if they'd like to as well. 
and also wanted to make sure everyone knows that the show will be available afterwards on iTunes and on Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio under the Indie Cafe. Um, Mark's really special, and um, that piece of music really, was really, really pretty, and I know there's a lot of really great intention behind a lot of his lyrics, so we're going to bring him into the studio along with Spencer, and we're going to have a really nice conversation about his music and his up-and-coming um, music that he's getting ready to drop and his new tour that he's going to be starting in the fall. Let me bring Spencer on and let me bring Mark in. Mark, are you there? Hey. I am. Hi well, there. Welcome to the hey. show. So I have to I have to <laughs> clarify where where are you in Are you in Dublin today? I'm not. Well, I'm 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 close. I'm close. I'm in I'm in a place called Westmead, which is. Uh, kind of nice. north of Dublin, I know where that so is. It's, it's another yeah. it's another county, but uh, it's about oh, an hour yes. and twenty minutes from Dublin. Yeah, yeah, very pretty. Totally know where you are, and Spencer okay. is in New York, and um, I am. I, I chose that song out of the music that I was sent because I just think it's such a pretty song, and it's got really great great lyrics to it. All all your music does, and I've read all the reviews and stuff, and. They've been really amazing. Um, you know, people really enjoy listening. You're like telling stories, as they say, with a lot of your music. Uh, yes. Spencer, um, how Thank did you. you and Mark meet? Well, this is interesting. Uh, by the way, Mark, Karen Cohen says hello. Our, our hi, Karen Cohen. Holly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, she makes this, she's our chocolate girl. Anyway, Karen calls me up. And we were going to meet to hear some music together, which and she has a really good ear. And she said, Spencer, you got to hear this musician Mark Geary down in East Village. So we got, I got, I went down there, and the place was packed, absolutely packed, right? So I go, I go, and I'm standing by the bar, and there's this musician that absolutely, I mean, I can't even express it. I've seen so many great ones. He just moved me, absolutely moved me. I mean, his lyrics were incredible, and his mm-hmm. music's incredible. And um, I got a copy yeah, I got that from Ghost. listening to it. Yeah, amazing. yeah, that's a groundbreaking yeah. album for him, apparently in mm-hmm. Ireland and also in the U.S. But anyway, uh, that's how we met, and uh, here he is for us, you know. Well, I really want to hear Mark because um, I know that you're getting ready to go on tour at um, towards the fall, which I read. Yeah. And let's give your website out really quick because you got a beautiful website, by the way. Oh, thank you. It's, thank you. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very simply. It's just it's markgeary dot com. Very easy. So that's M A R K N G E A R Y. And again, if you want to listen to this show afterwards, it will be available on iTunes um, as a download. But um, Mark, I want to ask you on the new music that's coming out. Um, could you tell us a little bit about that and about the tour that you're planning on going and starting in the fall? Well, uh, I, I think like uh, like every musician, you know, when they when they start a new uh, a, a new uh, record or CD or whatever whatever it mm-hmm. is now that I'm actually releasing, uh, there's the kind of a there's a moment of horror uh, and just wondering why you'd start this this madness again. Um, that's certainly true for me for all the records I've done. It's just I'm just kind of finding myself. Um, Kind of what I always do is I, it, it's time to make a record when the scraps of paper become too much, 
to live with you know <laughs> they just they just i just that's the way i write so i i have little phrases and uh, like take me home there was th- that song started with you're a fire sparks fly off your bones and i just thought mm-hmm. my god that's that's such a great visual that's you know someone is doing something to you so much that there's actually sparks flying off them and uh so uh so i i'm i'm i'd say i'm about 80% done with the with the new record uh mm-hmm. sometimes it's sometimes it feels like 60% uh when i'm not feeling so good about it and then sometimes it's 85% you know so uh i i feel i'm i'm kind of in the midst of maybe writing one or two more songs and if if they if they happen to behave themselves they'll be allowed onto the record so um you know, it's kind of been, uh, there's been a lot of this kind of, um, there's a guy uh, that Spencer would have seen play piano, this guy, uh, Justin Carroll, who uh, plays a lot with uh, Glenn Hansard, a friend of mine, who people would know probably from once the the movie and the Oscar. And, uh, he played with Van Morrison or whatever. So uh-huh. I had a couple of songs that I, that I, that I just thought would be, would be really great if, if I could get him to play on it. So, he lives in bed to die, and I sent him uh, over the magic of the internet. I I, I sent him uh, a bunch of sessions, and then he w- woke up in the morning and had his coffee and just put all this amazing kind of piano and Rhodes piano and and stuff down and and sent it back to me. Done. I didn't have to. I didn't really talk to him about it. He just kind of sent it back to me, and it was uh, kind of amazing. So that's the kind of world we live in now that I can kind of access these musicians and and people um and then you know the record hopefully i need to get done by the by the kind of middle of 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 august because maybe your Mm -hmm. listeners will be aware or maybe they don't but what happens after that is really the agony is uh, you know artwork and mixing mastering artwork and you know sending it off to itunes and waiting for three months and the promo and you know, because we live in a time that everyone, everyone is distracted and busy and uh, online and Twitter and Facebook and just all kinds of things. So you, the danger is, is the easy part is actually making the the music. The hard part is is rising above the kind of the squall of, you know, what the Kardashians are up to and. Uh, I know. And, you know. Oh that. my God! <laughs> totally. I totally. You know, so I, that, I've been told when somebody has walked in and ever seen me even watching it or it flipped on the TV or something, if you watch yeah. that, I'm leaving this house. Or if you watch yeah. this, I'm not talking. Oh, God. No, there's so much <laughs> more important, beautiful stuff out there, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just, so the so the trick is, the trick is, and that's yeah. why maybe you you hire kind of PR people or whatever, uh-huh. that, that that just people people just kind of, you know, just promote you in in such a way that uh, you know it's not going to be for everyone. I know, I, I know that I don't make that kind of music of that is going to be for everyone. But if you kind of, I think if you seek it out, and it's certainly the the way I always kind of listen to music and and the the, the bands and musicians that I became interested in, it seemed very organic and it seemed very uh, it, it came from a real place. You know, so, yeah, uh, it's very, so that's that's I mean, what it's, I it's, yeah, and I think. I think for me and Holly, it's like a very pure form. We we are writing. It is yeah. a very pure form. It right. speaks to you, and he definitely is painting pictures with his music. And what I really found interesting were some of the people 
you've actually played with and actually um, been inspired, like Jeff Buckley, um, you know, yeah. the people that you know and, and, and stuff like that, and then the people that you've shared the stage with, like, um, you know, Coldplay and Elvis Costello, The Pretenders, Joe Strummer. I mean, that must have been yeah. really, really amazing for you. But, I mean, your music is like in its own little place, is I want to say, because it's it's real music. We have a lot of open mics out here in California, and um, it's really rare that you go in somewhere and you actually, you know, get to really hear something that really hits you, you know. And I could definitely yeah. see this kind of music, and I saw some of your videos. Oh, and just so everybody knows you're on Facebook. Um, Mark is on Facebook. Make sure you go like his page on Facebook, and there's a lot of really cool videos on there. And I saw that those were a lot of videos from concerts you did. They were really neat. A lot of your fans yeah. really enjoy. And uh, yeah, I, I I I just think I you know if you find if you if you're lucky enough to you know you mentioned uh, Jeff or Joe Strummer and and these kind of yeah. people I, I you know the the whole the whole thing for me started when I when I got to New York and uh, my brother had had opened a, uh, this cafe called the Chine Cafe that Jeff was uh, was very associated with you know. Yeah. So it, it became apparent. It became apparent to me that um, that I, I I needed to just find my voice. So I actually I went off and I I would do these open mics. I would uh, there was a place called the uh, the Anti Folk uh, Houdinani that I would go to, yeah. and uh, <laughs> a lot of a lot of the a lot a lot of the time I would I would play it like one or two in the morning to the the kind of the walls the waitress and the weirdo as we used to say you know just mm-hmm. you know one kind of crazy guy in the corner listening to you. But I, I learned I learned the craft of actually being on a stage, or I learned the craft of kind of finding my own voice and 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 being interested in, and kind of working on on that. So so when it comes to the kind of my audience, they I, I've just I've always kind of I've always tried to have that kind of uh, conversation with them that, that you know that they knew that that what I was going to do was was probably going to be different each time, but also that it was going to be kind of storytelling I suppose the Irish the the kind of the paddy in me I I tell stories and I I I uh not not That's not so because cool. it, it's it's a bit no, or a, so cool. a shtick it as really I say is. it's just it's mm-hmm. just what I do and and uh yeah it's 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 been it's been incredible and and also you know I've gone to I've I've done shows in LA and um uh is the Cafe Nord is that in is that in LA Cafe Nord is that San Francisco that yeah you you know when are you going to be up up um in northern california again well i i the, the as i said the motivation i'm literally i'm i'm sitting at a table in the darkness here uh in westmead with um that's with right it's 10 o'clock of, at night guys in ireland <laughs> yeah. 10 o'clock yeah there. so so, so I honestly, uh, as as soon as as soon as we know that the record is actually in the can, as they say, then I can start to. <clears throat> I usually do a kind of a, like a an East Coast thing, you know, New York and Philly and Boston, and work down that way. Hey, Mark, and then do a West Coast. Mark, yes, yes, Spencer. Mark, you played in a club called, which is very very hot right now, called Sidewalk Cafe in the East Village. That's a very big club going on. You played there, right? I did, yeah, I did. That that was where the that was where the the open mics used to be. Absolutely, every Monday I used to play there. Absolutely, yeah. 
because that, that that's what's really happening right now. You know, it's really like a kind is it of is cool it okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so cool. I I want him to come. I want. I really would really enjoy <laughs> really enjoy listening. Yeah, you know, um, have you played in Canada at all? I have done. Uh, I've done Toronto and Montreal and and Vancouver certainly. Mm-hmm. Um, British I've Columbia, done, done, yeah, I can see but, that. Yeah, yeah, beautiful, yeah. beautiful. I, if yeah. nothing else, just 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 for the travel, you know. I just that's, I do I do enjoy that's it. That's where I want to live. I totally want to live in British yeah. Columbia in the um, winter and um, uh, no, in the summer. And then I want to live in Hawaii in the winter. That's like my. That's yeah. kind of like a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, I mean, that it's sounds like, like a great thing, Holly. Yeah. No, it's just so beautiful. And, you know, Ireland's not bad either. What, Spencer? I wanted to ask Mark a question. Um, I wonder yeah. what, musician, what musicians did you look up to? Did you follow yourself? Did you follow anyone? When you were younger, yourself? yeah. What were you listening to? Um I was really um a, a lot of my uh, a lot of my kind of finger picking and tunings I used a lot of different tunings so I was really into Nick Drake uh oh, this me. friend of mine turned me on to him and uh I, I I I just there's 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 a way in which he um I mean his chord changes and and uh kind of decisions and that stuff is it's fantastic but then also there's a vocal that he does this really kind of close mic vocal really beautiful and really effortless kind of breathy type of thing that I I really responded to, and then uh, I had a, a my sister's kind of boyfriend was a bit of a kind of a music guy, and um, so I got into JJ Kale, who was another huge huge fan. Um, I absolutely just his playing and and the you know you listen to uh, naturally or those kind of records, Odelay, uh, you know just just unbelievable the kind of the placement of of the way in which the musicians play around them and his guitar playing, I was really, I'm still obsessed with. Actually, there's a, there's a song on, on the, on this new record, um, that is very, uh, very JJ. I tip my hat to, to the man. And, um, so yeah, I was doing that stuff and, you know, like you two were a big deal, um, when I was growing up and, uh, and then I got into Radiohead and I was a huge Beatles fan and the Rolling Stones and the Who and the Kinks. And Bob Dylan would be, of course, absolutely there, and Leonard Cohen, and Janis Joplin, and kind of everyone, absolutely everyone. And um, that was just uh, what I was kind of a sponge in that way. And then I went to New York, and it just seemed to accelerate. I just, um, having met Jeff, and and he was playing every Monday in Cheney, um, at my brother's place. So I just. I, I, my my absolute memory of 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 that time in New York and the kind of the nineties uh, of living in New York was that I I just needed to I needed to really really kind of up my game because there was just Irish people we we were kind of we're not the most pushy we're not the most kind of we kind of just want everyone to get along and have a bit of a party you know uh, <laughs> but I, I I noticed I noticed incredible musicians and just how how focused they were and they were doing like had flyers and beepers and you know they were just you know just so busy and i i thought like i need to i need to jump in here and and just see how that would be and i remember late at night running from the cops and uh doing posters and sticking up flyers and stuff and i got very into the kind of the underground kind of or not even underground just a just a, a working guy who who needed people to 
kind of come to a gig or come to a coffee shop or whatever. It was um, it was great, really great. Well, it's a great yeah. sound. It's a really great sound. Hey, you know, I wanted to say, um, is the moon out there? Because, you know, tonight's the blue moon. Um, it is a blue moon. moon. It is a blue moon. It's I'll the, tell you, Well, it it's is not going to be a blue moon. It's not actually blue in color, but it's supposed to be the blue moon tonight. Tonight's a very It is the blue moon. There's some, there's some, yeah, there's, it's a blue moon because it hap- it's happened twice in in its cycle or something. Some, yeah, it's some not meteorologist until... was trying to explain to me, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. not going to happen But actually, as I look out the window, Holly, there's a... Yeah, as I look out the window here, um, uh, I, I'm kind of in a valley, which is kind of, and it's just Ooh. coming over the hill. You, you couldn't make this up, but it's actually full and kind of incredible. I can see the man of the moon. You could yeah. take a picture, or you should take a picture. You know what I'll do? I, well, you know what? The, the, the kind of crappy phones, and it'll just look like a white <laughs> little tiny dot. Like it could be anything, you know. Um, yeah, but, uh, I'm going to tell you, know, I'm yeah. looking forward to tonight, because I've been seeing a lot of the pictures coming out. So, blue moons are really I, inspirational. I'd like to come in with something now. I'd like to, Mark. I want to your albums. Uh, you started <laughs> yeah. in 2002 with your first album. I mean, a lot of people yeah. would like to know your albums that are out there. Yeah. Thirty. Thirty. Okay, so the years. so the first one was recorded in Williamsburg uh, back before it got very trendy and hip, and uh, it was called uh, it's called Thirty Three and a Third Grand Street. Uh, so it's kind of a little tip to the hat of George Harrison, and also we yeah, recorded on on Grand on on Grand Street. Uh, so I still play a lot of those songs. A lot of those songs have been very very good to me, and uh, it, it was when I started. I, I don't want to call my songs kind of confessional or whatever, but there was certainly my 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 very real attempt at kind of jumping in and and trying to write really from my experience and whatever. So. There's a lot of stuff about my family and my dad, and and uh, so that's Grand Street, and then Ghosts, as you said, was very well received. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so Glenn Hansard sings on it, and Josh Ritter, who's a friend of mine, uh, great songwriter, great. and uh, Josh, yeah, Josh is amazing. Great. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, so really Josh cool. is on that one. Yeah, yeah and you know, it's yeah. really cool. I that's why I love your website. If you go on to there, you can see the discography. You can see the um, discs, and then you can see the songs that are on there. And I thought that was really cool. That's why I pulled a couple of the images off there. So Spencer, okay. you can listen to little pieces of them. You can see, actually see it there on his uh, website. It's very, yeah, very that's, cool. That's good. Yeah. So what was this album, Opium, Opium you had also? Opium? Yeah. Yeah, I, um, I, I recorded that uh, in France, actually, uh, in a place called Black Box, which a lot of musicians would know about. Uh, mm-hmm. this, this, um, it felt like I, I was working in a, in a space station, uh, you know, it, it felt like 2001 space odyssey. I mean, nothing else. I wasn't aware of, I wasn't aware of anything else. I w- I believe I was in France. I didn't speak one word of French until I got to the border to leave. Um, it was just this huge, <laughs> uh, kind of farmhouse and, uh, the guy, um, the guy who kind of taught Steve Albini in, in uh, Chicago, uh, he did all the shellac records. This guy had just kind of left left America and just um, set up this, this studio. So a friend of mine had taken it over, this guy, Dave Odlum. And uh, mm-hmm. so we did, we did the record there. And, and you know, I, I've kind of learned, or, or maybe, you know, I've, I've learned badly, but it, what I do is that I... I I only go to the guitar and I only go to make a record when I 
I feel I have something to say or I'm desperate enough to actually want to want to get it out of me, you know? So a lot of the time making a record feels like a gun is to my head and that's when I, I make the commitment, you know, uh, it's kind of sink or swim stuff. Uh, but I, but I, with opium and certainly with the the other record, uh, songs about love and songs about leaving, which I did in New York, I had no songs whatsoever. And I, I we booked wow. studio time. The label had paid for the the studio time, and I I had nothing. I had absolutely nothing. But oh. you know, it's like uh, cool hand Luke. Sometimes nothing is a pretty cool hand, you know. Uh, <laughs> so I just you know I just it's a, it's it, it it happens right there and then because your brain starts to make all the decisions for you you know the stuff that you start to sing about feels very authentic because it's it's coming out of you and you know you just have your to be brave experience you're going through yeah i get that yeah, yeah. And, and and also that the you know the microphone and everyone is catching it and you 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 do feel it in the studio when you're actually catching you're kind of catching fire you're actually you're you're doing something that that is really working and of course you know it's 90% perspiration, 10% inspiration, but you know, when it happens, it really happens. And, uh, so a lot of, a lot of the songs that I actually end up on the records are kind of one and two take stuff. I think you can hear anyone, Spencer's ear, anyone's ear, they can hear when it's been, you know, really kind of worked to death and, and, you know, you try to make a song as opposed when to a song that just, yeah, I, I, overproduced I or just, or just, or just, yeah, I know you hear it and and you you kind of go. I just don't really. I, my my thing is that I just I struggle to believe it. You know, I I mean it's it's ironic that you know you just talk about someone like Bob Dylan or whatever who has you know this this there's some line I'm kind of paraphrasing, but you know the you know as 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 soon as someone wears a mask, he starts to tell the truth. You know. And uh, and Dylan Dylan does nothing but that. He don't doesn't reveal the real Bob Dylan, Robert Zimmerman, or anything. But he they put on a mask and then he tells these stories that just seem so they just ring true, even though he's worked so hard at it and the craft of songwriting. But I it really resonated with me. So that's that's kind of what I what I try to do. I just kind of sit and just pour over each line. If it if I feel it hasn't kind of if it hasn't come out right, I I just I find it difficult to sing. And then, you know, with me, I know that there's there's a thousand gigs that I have to play these songs, and I just I just can't do it. I can't get on a stage and and uh, and try do a decent version of the song if I don't even believe the song. You know. I totally right. get that one, Spencer. I'm gonna ask him to do yeah. some. What about this album called Live Love Lost It? A live recording. What was that all about? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, that that uh, that bar you were in, the, that you came down to see me, um, that's my brother's place uh, called the Scratcher. Uh, uh, it's on Fifth Street between Second and Third, in the uh, in the village in the East Village, and uh, I bartended there for maybe maybe eleven years. So I would I would you know I would be with Joe Strummer and hug him and uh, do the gig, and then I would run and bartend. You know. Oh wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, I needed to pay the rent as well. That's you know, fun. That's fun. Yeah, well, you yeah, know, so I, yeah. That is. That's too so, funny. Uh, you know, Mark. Go. Yeah. No, no, no. Go. I wanted to ask you to do something. I know. I, okay. I, this is kind of okay. Do you have a guitar near you? Do you want to play something on the radio? Probably? I have a guitar. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, let's do I it. Do, yeah. You want to do it? I mean, okay. I really seriously, because you are the kind of person I would ask this to because you're very spontaneous, and I know that your feelings are real when you sing. Yeah. And the only other people that I can do this with are my reggae shows on on cue. Wow. I mean, they are just like so spot on. So do you want to do it? Yeah. Just put your yeah. phone down okay. and play something for me. Yeah, let's listen to it. What are you okay. going to play? Can you, hear, can you hear that guitar? Can you hear, um, I can hear you. Yeah, what are you going to play? Um, well, I was talking about that J.J. Kale. Maybe I'll do a little, uh, this song, oh, of, uh, kind of inspired by J.J. Oh, cool. Uh, it's, called it. Rose, it. uh, it's called Rosebud. Okay, here we go. I won't cry. I will make a fuss. Keep your love on a gray if you call, I could pay the fare. Leave your love if you leave me there. Rise up, rosebud, fly. What you worrying about? We got looking aside, and it feels right. Throw your words on a letter and show I've got lost on the road of woe. There's no comfort to call me there. Leave your love when you leave me here. Rise up, rosebud, fly. What you worrying about? We got looked on our side, and it feels right. And all my life, I'm so alone. I just want to hear a voice saying, baby, when you're coming home. You got love, I got her. On to the time, if there's love in your life, there's a call. <laughs> there you go. That's amazing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a pretty song. Yeah. That's you. our Blue Moon song. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Rosebud, uh, oh. I assume. Thank you. Beautiful. Great. See, you Beautiful know, he's so Mark. spot on, Spencer. You know, that's that's the thing, you know, um, with people that really have it, the truth in their hearts and they're playing from their heart. Yeah. I mean, right. you see how easy it was for you to just pick up the guitar and your voice is just well, so it's, there. Well, it's, it's always, honestly, it's it's always close by, so, uh, you know. Do you hum all day? Uh, Do you hum all day? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I mean I just it's just it's just kind of yeah, it's just kind of what I do, you know? It's just it's the That's thing that awesome. I always went to. It's it's something I always kind of went to to try to figure stuff out. Even when I didn't know how to play, I just was obsessed with kind of guitars and making noise, you know? <laughs> oh, man. 
I just, you know, that's so that's so amazing. Again, today we have a special edition um, with the Indie Cafe, Mark Geary, and we're live from Ireland. And if you'd like to call in, the number is 347-677-1036, and the chat room's open. And the show will be available if you missed the beginning and you missed the great live song that we just heard. Um, you can listen to it again on iTunes and on demand on Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio under the Indie Cafe with Spencer Drake and myself. So, Spencer, are you there? Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I want to bring up something. Yeah. Yeah, you sound very story. German suddenly, Spencer. Yeah. Does yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, or Dutch. Yeah, Dutch or, yeah. Yes. I saw the film. Uh, other wait. Uh, I saw this film the other night on Amy Winehouse, uh, and it was oh yeah, the the, the documentary. Yeah. Uh, an oh Ireland. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I thought maybe you knew that, or you played there, or you know whatever. I I I, I know I know that and have played that. It was uh, Other Voices is the name of the show. Yeah. Was that the one? Incredible. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, it's it. Yeah. Yeah, so it so it's it's, it's a, that's right, that's right. Yeah, so it's a it's a place in Dingle in County Kerry, fantastic, uh, mm. magical, magical place down in in Kerry, and mm. uh, so it's this old uh, this old church that they uh, the 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 guy called Philip King who works for kind of RTE here, the kind of national uh, broadcaster, and he uh, is a musician himself, fantastic musician, and he started. Uh, he started this kind of series where a bunch of people would just come down and play in the church and give tickets out to the, to the, to the locals and they would come and they wouldn't right. know who's playing. And, you know, <laughs> so that, so then it was kind of like a week of music in the church and, you know, like mm. Steve Earle would show up or, you know, um, just, just incredible, incredible musicians. So, uh, yeah, I did, I, I, I did that. I did that show. It's, it's still ongoing. I, I think it's, uh, I think it starts again in September. They'll do another shooting of. It's been going for maybe eight or nine years now. But but Amy Amy did go down there and was just um, was just incredible. I was actually at that performance that she, uh, really? she was there. Wow. Yeah, I um, because I I go down to Kerry and and uh, some of Opium was recorded in 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 Kerry. You know be, because you don't need to be in a studio. You can just take the studio and and. Uh, go anywhere so I, I had my drummer this guy Eric Eric Jabot and Eric uh, he 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 works for the Blue Man group uh, you know the bunch of drummers with the blue faces you know yeah 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 so Eric uh, Eric was a great drummer and took some time off work and we went down there and I did all the cooking and uh, we, we kind of recorded at night and uh, wow so Amy 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 was was uh had done some uh, done some recording and the word was out. You know, her star was on the rise, certainly in England, and people were aware of her yeah, uh, a, even at that point or whatever. It was an interesting. It was an interesting concert. But what really got me, uh, Mark, was the, the ambiance of this whole thing. It really blew me away. It was like this church with local people. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like a commercial thing. It was like yeah. so personal. And so warm, yeah. by God, it really struck me, right? I mean, yeah. Holly well, it was almost, Holly a, this yeah. Yes, I'm here. It, I'm here. It, it's, 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 almost, it's almost a little bit like what, what VH1 storytellers should have been like, 
you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could always, exactly. you could always, you know, you could always yeah. tell the kind of corporate kind of thing was very was right. was very present, <laughs> and uh, you, you know, right it was just that. and now quickly, you know, quickly to commercial and sell Doritos or whatever they were selling, you know. Um, right. Yeah, you know the, the 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 church and just just because people, you know, the local support was uh, like they do all the volunteer work and they. Um, you know they help the musicians it doesn't matter uh, who it is and there's you know there's big acts go uh go to to do the the show now you know they they just they spend a week in in uh in dingle and uh, uh they get taken care of you know great yeah that's that's amazing yeah. you know uh, what you know what i wanted to ask you um yep. when you have cuz i know over there i mean in Ireland, I'm sure that you have a lot of people that know you and know of your music, and it's kind of very family-oriented, and I know a lot of people, it's a very close-knit, even though it may be a big area in certain areas, everybody kind of like yeah. comes into their own. They they are very tight-knit, and it's a very very close. You guys are all very close, and there's a, there's a history and a story there to be told. So while you've been doing... Um, your music and over the years, do you have any experiences that stuck out in your mind that you want to share with our listeners? Um, I just, I mean, I, did, yeah, there's, no, there's nothing kind of jumped out. I tell you, I tell you, you know, my my going to New York. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. Joyce James Joyce is always talk about this thing of you know, I have what every Irish man has. I have exile, you know. And I, I think, you know, because of recession and because of certainly in the 90s, there was no work in Ireland. So, uh, you know, my brother was already living in New York and New York loomed large for me uh, as, a, as a place to run away to. I think every Irish person kind of feels that if they cross the water to to America, they're not going to a completely scary, uh, alien place, you're going to re- be received, uh, which is kind of wonderful. It's not It's not everyone that has that experience of being an immigrant, and it wasn't always the case, certainly, when Irish people were going there. But I think my, I think my, my, my kind of standout moments are, are being in places where, where no one really knows me, and I have to get on that stage again to a small room or a medium-sized room of people that are kind of there but but not really convinced yet, uh, and be that in, in Switzerland or Germany or, you know, somewhere in, in dry crotch, Arizona <laughs> or wherever, mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't it doesn't matter. I, I, I get a real thrill out of this thing of, okay, so no one knows me, so I, I don't, I, I, I don't get to play the, I don't get to play the hits because no one knows what the hits are, you know? Mm-hmm. So then, so then you're, then you're forced into a situation of, of really, of really understanding that right at this moment, you, you're back to kind of square one. Yes, you have, you have experience and you have, you, you have your chops and you've done lots of gigs or whatever, but there's something, I find it incredibly exciting and a real challenge to, to, to kind of win a room to, to kind of, to just, kind of I, I can I can watch the room kind of turn and turn to me and we we have suddenly this incredible kind of conversation that happens you know that yeah, to me is the most thrilling because it's yeah. yeah 
interaction yeah. with people. It's important. Yeah. I think that you probably bring that <clears throat> but out. Also, a lot but of also, that for, 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 me, for me, that it doesn't, nothing gets old because there's no guarantees ever in life, you know? I can, mm-hmm. I can get a standing yeah. ovation tonight, and then tomorrow, the challenge is, you know, it's different when you, you know, you're doing really, really big shows and the big sold out sign is, is outside the, sure. is outside the venue. That's, that's a different world. And, uh, you know, sometimes that happens for me. A lot of the time it doesn't where I'm actually, I'm literally going into the, into the great unknown of, okay, someone calls me and says, you know, I have five gigs. Would you come and let's just see if they like you, you know, uh, mm-hmm. I go to Germany. I, I go to Germany next week. Uh, for oh, these awesome. uh, kind of big, you know, kind of big festivals, and you know, it's the same. It's the same thing. It's a big deal for me to be asked, but at the same time, I wanna, I wanna go and 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 be great and and to go kind of impress them and 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 do my do my work, you know. I, I want sure. to bring up something also. The, the the part of you we haven't talked about is that you've done we you've done soundtracks for movies and television. That, that side of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did, did you like to you get into that as a part of life? I, I loved it. Spencer, I absolutely loved it because, you know, because first of all, it isn't me sitting here with scraps of paper trying to, trying to be rumbled stillskin and turn it into gold, first of all. And, uh, yeah. you know, my, uh, my, my manager, this guy, Gil Holland, he lives in, uh, he lives in, in Kentucky. Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, I met him in New York as I bartended. Uh, he um, he came in and just kind of we signed a deal at the end of the bar, and he's been my kind of benefactor ever since uh, when it comes to financing records and releasing them. Kind of incredible that, awesome. that I that I have a, have a guy like that, but I do. And and then so it's my job just to to go uh, kind of sell the records and tour and do whatever. But uh, Gil is also a, an independent. Uh, film producers so that all that that's a very sexy title what that really means is that he he has these directors who have written and directed in films that you know they're they're about to go to festivals or they're about to go to Sundance mm-hmm. or whatever and they right. need they need a guy that can that can kind of knock out a soundtrack and write some songs in about a week and uh, I didn't know I could do that but I but apparently I can because I've done I've done quite a few now, but so that's yeah, that's yeah. how I got into doing it. Where someone would just say, "Look, here's an hour and a half, and I need 40 minutes of incidental music, uh, and I need it tomorrow." <laughs> so I, I've just I've got really good at it. It's 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 very easy to. I find it really kind of really thrilling just to just to work on someone else's kind of craft and the joy of kind of just not stepping on toes and playing music and. To trying to, to trying to create a paint a picture or write a mood, but the but the dialogue and and the, the story being told in the film is absolutely that's the imperative. It's not really the music. The music is just kind of it's kind of tricking you and trying to kind of emote something in you or whatever. So that's I found it fascinating. I found mood. it really really interesting. You go you know? with the mood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And, I can see that. Uh, I know from a lot of people yeah, that have so, done music for that. It just is like you have to feel it. It has to be <clears throat> Yeah, and, I, you know, like a lot of these guys, a lot of these directors, you know, they've been working on their movie for, you know, four and five years. Um, mm-hmm. So deeply, right. deeply personal to them. And, uh, yeah, so I, I just I, I just love meeting them. And also, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge film fan. I'm a film buff. And, 
I spent so many months uh, trying to escape the humidity in New York. I would just go to go to movie theaters and and just a big bag of popcorn and just kind of sit in the AC and and just you know sneak from from one movie theater to the next and and just kind of stay. Oh, you're indoors, funny. You know? Oh, you're funny. You're yeah. you're a theater hopper. You hop from yeah. Well, you have to be. <laughs> I think it's something like twenty. It's something like twenty dollars in New York now to get to see a movie. So you, you know, you need I to get know. a double bill at least. You know. <laughs> oh no, I, that's I went, so funny. I just, I just went to Lincoln. I I just went to Lincoln Center, Mark. Uh, they have an incredible festival. I just saw Danny says about Danny Fields, who was with the Ramones, and I designed for the Ramones, by oh, the way. Yeah. But but it, yeah. this film festival is only eleven dollars a ticket, and the films are outrageous. I mean, I got to tell you, an incredible wow. program of films. On the indie line, but um, yeah. and they they interview a lot of the film. They do Q and A's with a lot of the indie film directors. But it's a great show. But very cool. <clears throat> you can buy cheaper tickets there. You know what I'm saying? You can go there. Yeah, and yeah. that's what I felt about. They're really very pure about it. You know what I mean? The, the, the film tickets aren't a yeah. big thing with them. You know, it's like I you want mean if you go to a festival, cool. Spence? You mean if you go directly yeah, and, to a festival? At Lincoln festival? Center, that's what they charge. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, that I went to was like eleven dollars for the ticket. I said that's incredible. That's great. That's, I mean, anybody that's can go buy that, you know. But if you go to the other theaters, it's a different story, right? It's a higher price, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, which, absolutely. Which Marcus, absolutely. Right, right. You know, but yeah. but uh, I, I we're doing the Southeastern Film Festival in Nashville this fall. Holly's been a film judge for us. Uh, I'm on the board, and we we're just seeing a lot of film. And but I'll tell you. The soundtrack is a big part of me too. Um, it know, is because it has such an important, important meaning, right, Holly, to bring out the feeling it's, of the film. It really is, doing. and um, yeah. you know, I've worked with some classical, like you know, the people that do the sounds for like classical music, like Lord of the Rings and Kurt Bestor and stuff like that. And it's like to hear a classical piece or a really full-on orchestrated piece. It's really crazy. Because it is so emotional, and I can see the music that you've done. It's 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 emotional too, because you have to really feel it, you know, when you're when you're doing it. And um, I can only imagine. Are you working on any? Do you have any films planned in the future soon? Or <clears throat> well, well, Gil Gil has kind of left me alone to uh, to just finish to finish up uh, to finish up my record, and then um, you know I I kind of asked him to just. Just uh, you know, give me give me some space just to finish finish this. Uh, I I mean it's just you know for a musician for a guy a working musician uh, like myself uh, it's it's a it's a great it's a great other string to the bow. It's another it's another it's another avenue that people get to hear about me or whatever. And um, you know, it's I, a I whole different be, part of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and I then and then to know. go you know to go to the film festivals and go to Sundance and go to premieres like that is really kind of exciting you know i really love it i can imagine now and yeah. how does it feel for you when you see a film and then you hear your music with it um well it's very strange i and it was, i was kind of i was chuckling to myself when you when you were playing uh my song take me home i remember when i first started mm-hmm. to hear my songs on 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 radio i uh-huh. i would i would kind of listen i would kind of listen to it intently uh, for the whole song, because I was convinced I wasn't going to sing it properly, and then I kept saying, "Dude, it's it's been recorded. It's it's not, you know, <laughs> they're just playing the CD." But I I it took it took me a while to 
I just kept thinking there was, you know, that was the CD that was going to have the scratch on it or something, that something would go wrong. Mm. So I'd, I'd have to kind of be really quiet and just listen. And then I'd say, and that was Mark Erie listening, you know, whatever. And it took a while for me to, uh, to kind of, to separate the fact that, okay, I'm actually not playing there. I'm actually just listening. So then, yeah, you know, awesome. when you go to a theater, when you go to a theater and you're, yeah. you're listening to this movie and whatever, and then your music starts, uh, I just remember really kind of just kind of giggling and just been really so kind, oh, of, that's funny. kind of amazed that the whole, that, that, that the <laughs> whole thing you had, actually had happened, were that you know? talented. Yeah, that you're that well, talented. No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it, it is kind of amazing because you, you know, the amount of films that I, that I watch and, and then suddenly you go, oh, hang on, that's, that's me singing. That's me. That's me. That's, I know. Is, I'm, I'm in that movie. Is that a trip? You know? so, uh, <laughs> it is. It's great. You know. It's great. Are you, you know, Mark. You, you know, they always. By the way, yeah. Mark, are you going to be playing awesome. in New York? By the way, are you going to be playing? I don't know where you're going to be at. <laughs> I really don't. But I, honestly, as soon as as soon as the record gets done, I I I I mean, I had such a, a fantastic. I. I, I think I, I came to New York for uh, for like four days, and I think I might have done maybe five gigs. So, you know, awesome. New York is one of those places where I just, you know, I kind of stay up all night and all day and just try <laughs> try just do absolutely everything I possibly can in the town until they get rid of me, you know? <laughs> uh, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Mark, did anyone in your family um, play music? Uh, how did you... How did you know you wanted to play music? What was your inspiration? Uh, well, I didn't actually. Uh, there wasn't anyone, and I, I didn't, I didn't have, I didn't have a guitar. I didn't have. There was no. You know, they, they you know, there's, there seems to be kind of two schools of, of training for that stuff. You either, you either come from a family that are really kind of, you know, that 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 music and art and culture is all around you. And you just mm-hmm. you pick you pick your chosen weapon, you know, or you come yeah. from a family that it that it that it that it isn't there at all, and you just you just run out and just uh, if you have the if you have the notion that this is this is something that you want to do, you you work really really hard just to uh, just to figure out what the whole thing is all about. And I, I I'm certainly of the latter. I, I uh, Pete Townsend has this great line, and he says, "Where where I come from, art is short for Arthur." Uh, <laughs> which is, you know, and I, you know, I'm, I'm certainly of, of that, like it's a working class Dublin family that I come from. So, uh, so, so when it came to, uh, finding guitars and, 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 and writing my own songs or whatever, these were, these were, these were challenging, uh, risky, risky things to be doing, you know, uh, you should have right. just been playing football and, and, and doing whatever. But I, I kind of, uh, I just, I just had it in me just to, uh, just to seek it out and to seek out people who were, you know, to seek my own circus, I suppose. And you find your, you find like-minded people. That's why people end up in, in, in LA and, and New York, you know, they, it doesn't, it, it doesn't work where in the small town they're living or wherever they are. And they feel like, okay, I'll, I'll go to the big city. At least, at least I'll, I'll, I'll be speaking the same language and the same kind of passion with other people that seemed to ring true for me. Um, when I first started, I, I just, you know, I would just go see bands and just, just hang out with them and be a roadie and just 
just talk music and that's that's kind of what I did that's how I learned You're around that's not a question. yeah I just it. and I had to seek it out I had to go look for it I wasn't sure what it actually even was or whether I'd be allowed to do it or you know whatever you know did you um ever hear of a uh, singer named Amy Bell? Amy Bell from uh, Glasgow, United Kingdom. She oh, from is she Scottish uh, from Glasgow? Yes. Glasgow. Amy Bell. Mm-hmm. Amy Bell. I don't. I don't think I have. Yeah, some of her music. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah. That's interesting. You know, so, you know, you being in Ireland, and I'm sure that you have a lot of culture there, and I know spending time myself in Ireland, and I know what it's like. It's just so beautiful. Um, do you ever get into any of the Irish um, folk songs that they do? Have you ever found yourself singing any of those? Um, yeah, actually, more and more, I I, um, I do... Uh, you know, I, I absolutely love Irish music and traditional Irish music, and I know, uh, Jill, you know, fantastic. And um, I, I suppose, uh, you know, just being from Dublin, which is more a little, a little city, uh, I wasn't, I wasn't exposed to it. I, funnily enough, I it was only when I got to New York that I really started to, um, that I really started to kind of delve into like great traditional Irish music players because I, I I would meet a lot of people, particularly in Sinead. Um, there was some fantastic kind of traditional Irish music and whatever that I, that I, uh, you know, because it just seemed that awful thing, you know, uh, when, when you grow up all around that, it just kind of feels old hat and it feels, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel cool. You know, when you're young, it just doesn't feel cool to diddly idol. My dad used to call it diddly idol music, you know? And, uh, and then, and then you realize that there's like all the writing and all the stuff that is really important is all in there. Um, you know, just you know, particularly the, particularly the songs about you know, like kind of immigration and uh, and, and that type of thing because it's, it's it's so part of our history. So then the really great writers wrote about kind of the civil wars and 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 the things that were happening in Irish culture and Irish mm-hmm. history. You know, so it all kind of played a part. But uh, I do love it. I I I. Uh, I don't really play it myself because just I I I don't feel like I I don't feel that I really have the I don't have the voicing yet to do it. I I'm, I'm sure if I I'm sure if I get older and older it'll it'll become more, you know, every Irish guy seems to kind of release some kind of Celtic <laughs> Celtic yeah, kind no, of record. Yeah, the Celtic you know, music is pretty kind of cool, isn't it? I mean, you know, I'm oh, sure you've got a lot of facts. Yeah. It's like very I want, it I want to bring really up, much. I want to bring up something too. Um, my, Go ahead, my close friend Mark, Mark. My close friend Mark was um, Pat Kenny of Kenny's Castaways. If you knew that club, mm-hmm. was very famous. A lot of of course, I know. Place. Yeah. Right. So Pat, Pat was a close friend of mine, and I did. I worked with Pat. And we had a great relationship. And he used to tell me he used to, and being from Ireland, you know, you know Ireland. He would tell me things that you would relate to, like. I want to hear music, not cover bands. I want to hear pure music. He would always say this to me. His whole thing in his club was hearing creative music, no cover bands. And that's where I learned, in, and, and you can relate to this, the purity of the Irish culture, right? And that's the way he ran his club. So I was wondering if you yeah. ever played there, if you were ever around there at that time. You know I did. I did. I knew, Kenny's, I knew Kenny's really well, and there was a friend of mine, 
this guy Michael Brunnock, uh, who used to play, I used to go see him. Michael would do these um, like epic, epic uh, shows there. He'd do like three sets or something. He'd start at eight o'clock on a Friday night, but he'd be playing his own songs. And uh, we'd go see him at like wow. two o'clock in the morning and he'd be on his third set, but all his own original songs. So I, I absolutely, I absolutely can can testify that that's exactly what Kenny was all about. Did, you know, did normally... Did you know John Martin? By the way, did you know John Martin, that musician, John Martin? Oh, the Solid Air and London Conversation. I didn't know him. I certainly was a huge, used, a huge, huge fan of John Martin. Did, he would sit there and play in a chair, rocking on the stage, pure music, guitar music. He was amazing. Yeah. And, and, and oh, I, I, I adore, I adore John Martin. Adored him. Yeah, yeah, I know. And a lot of people don't know his music, but he's incredible, right? I mean, John Martin's incredible. Yeah, there's that song, Amazing Ever. You know? His Grinding Pepper. His Grinding Pepper. I heard I'm actually, while is it? I'm actually, that's a bit of a crisp. I'm eating, I'm eating chips. Oh, that's I'm awesome! I can hear. No, I can hear. I thought it sounded like a pepper grinder. <laughs> I have ears, you know. Yeah. It's really funny. Yeah, it sounded like yeah. a pepper it's grinder. Own, that's it's awesome. It's my own pepper. It's my own pepper grinder. I'm, I'm we have to remember it's eleven <laughs> o'clock at night there, Omar. It's 11 so now. you know. Yes, it is. Yes, yeah, it is. and getting he's getting 11. ready to have dinner, and we've had you on the air okay. for an hour. You know, um, I <laughs> wanted to say before we end the show. I have yeah. two songs. Which one should I? Did, would you like to end with? Would you like to end with Cali Solo, or would you like to end with Get Here? Which one? Well, I think I think in in the uh, in the in the spirit of, of of getting there to go see Holly and to get there to go see Spencer, I think Get Here would be would be the way to go. That'd be a All good right. one. And we're going to let you have your chips because I know that that sounds so (laughs) yummy right now. Oh, my God. And chips we're talking about is as far as French fries, right, as we call them, French fries here in the USA. Um, Yeah, no, no, they're not not chips. They're not chips, French fries. They're chips, like potato chips. Oh, yum. That's even better. (laughs) These are, let me tell you what they are. They're hand-cooked sweet chili crisps. Absolutely. Oh, yum. You don't even uh, yeah, want to get me yeah. started on food. Don't even Spencer knows that, okay? You don't yeah, want to get me yeah. started talking about food. Um, I want yeah, to it, say it's to the everyone. Perfect food, it's the perfect food for eleven o'clock, you know. Oh yeah, I know. And we are we are extremely we are we are so grateful that you decided to spend your blue moon Friday night with us on the air. Yeah. Right. Yeah, That's it's exactly. awesome. my my pleasure, guys. Really, my pleasure. It was lovely. We love you. No, we and love you. so we want to say to everyone, if you missed the beginning of the show, tune in to Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio and listen to it under the Indie Cafe or on iTunes. It's a special edition um, with Mark Geary, um, live from Ireland, and with Spencer Drake and myself. And we want to thank you so much for being here today and for everyone in the chat room listening. And, again, if you missed it, you can listen to it again. And uh, you want to listen to it because we had Mark singing live on the air. So with that, we're going to end the show with Get Here. And uh, it's Friday. Don't drink and drive, everyone. Have a wonderful weekend. 
And um, Spencer, are you there? Yeah. <laughs> da. Yeah. Well, da. Yeah. Before yeah. Before I go, I wanna I I wanna give one plug to the Danny Says movie uh, with filmmaker Brendan Toller. Any when you when this music uh, when this movie is around your area, go see it. It's an amazing movie. It won a lot of awards. Cool. at Lincoln Center. Amazing. Really. I want to say that and um, talk well, about yeah. soundtrack. Incredible soundtrack, incredible soundtrack. Anyway, I want to wish everybody the best and say hello to Judith and Justin and Ariel out there, my my family, and uh, thank you, Holly, for having me on again, and Mark, you're of course. Up in New York. We always have fun. Yeah, man, I promise. Together. I promise. Thanks, Spencer. And we're Thanks, so man. happy you, that thanks. you're here with us today from Ireland. And what's yeah. weather like over there right now? You guys are in, you're having really good weather right now, aren't you? Um, well, we're having really good weather right at this moment. It's 11 o'clock at night, but it's um, it's been one of the wettest, uh, it's, it's been one of the wettest Julys in history, apparently, since time Send immemorial. Send it this way. Was, uh, Send it to Cali. Yeah, yeah, no, it's been, it's been, yeah, it's been, man. Buckets and buckets of it. Buckets of rain, well, as Bobby would we say. We need buckets. We need buckets of rain. You sound like the Beatles. Are buckets of rain? That <laughs> sounds like a Beatles song. Anyway, here we're gonna play "Get Here," and again, um, this has been a special edition of the Indie Cafe on Red Velvet Media. And with that, everyone have a beautiful weekend, and here you guys go. Thanks, guys. You too. Thank Thanks, you. guys. Bye. Very welcome. Listen to yourself now. She said, hey, that's that I throw my hands up I said, I don't fear Get here Get here Get here Just get here We're all pariahs We just learn to touch On climbing ladders I learn not to rush Get here Slings and arrows and a cause that hurts. Yeah.